you know, we've done good yeah. things. I mean, those those are the those are the, the little you know pebbles in the pond that get thrown in, and you don't really know where those ripples are going to go, but they have big big impact. That was Mark Brandmeier, and this is Guild Stories. Welcome to Guild Stories, the podcast where every person has a story, and it's the stories that connect us all. I am Justin Rickliffs, founder and CEO of Guild Content. We are so grateful you're here. This podcast is a place where we will explore the stories of hustlers, dreamers, and doers who are going for it by pursuing meaningful work and living life with purpose. Welcome to Guild Stories. All right, welcome back. Um, Fun and really inspiring interview today. Uh, I'm joined by Mark Brandmeier, the principal at Brandmeier Enterprises. And as you will hear, that is far from uh, an exhaustive list of the things that that Mark is involved in, Mark and his family. Um, so we're, we're really honored to have you, Mark. And, and I'd love if you'd be open to it, just kind of jump us into the deep end of your story and what you're up to these days. I think if, if anybody, certainly in Kansas City, has um, encountered you and your name, they, they probably have a pretty good idea of what you're involved in, but would love to hear your story, man, and, and uh, super grateful to have you on the show with us. Yeah, well, thank you very much, and, and I think, uh, God, it's hard to always go back to um, where you're rooted in, but, uh, you know, I'll start with, with family because that's something that's super important to me. Um, I'm uh, one, I'm the second oldest of eight children, Whoa. so... Grew up, grew up where? Grew up in, in Kansas City. Okay. Uh, okay. So I was in the, um, uh, I went to uh, half my high school at Center High School. So I, I'm nice. kind of on the Missouri side. Then we switched over to, and I graduated from Shawnee Mission East. So, um, you know, grew up here in Kansas City and, um, uh, you know, very, um, uh, my, my father was an entrepreneur. Mm. So um, had, had he, he went to work for, Ewing Kaufman, uh, the first year Marion made um, a million dollars, which was 1963. Crazy. So that, Crazy. Was their, that was their total sales. And so I, I'll say, you know, as probably a lot of entrepreneurs in Kansas City have, have talked about, you know, Ewing Kaufman was a big influence yeah. and his philosophies um, on how you treat people and mm. how you interact and how you, um, mm. you know, grow your business. Um, he's, he was very in, influential. Mm. And a, and a tremendous dude. From and a what tr- I, tremendous right? dude. Like, right. Okay. I, I obviously but, didn't know him, but but, but a big personality, and yeah. you know, yeah. he ha- he had his 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 quirks, but he was uh, just a phenomenal leader, and mm. and um, I will say that the way he um, uh, treated people was, you know, kind of back to the golden rule mm. uh, is how you want to be treated. So those are some of the philosophies that that we um, you know go back to. Um, uh, went up to the University of Kansas and and uh, spent four years up there, which was was a great time. I came out. Um, I went to work for American Broadcasting. Um, okay, you know, kind of after out of college and and got into a little bit of advertising. I sold sold advertising, and then uh, a couple years later, I had always wanted to go into business with my dad, and mm. we found a company that was actually within Marion. It was mm. we bought a product line from from Marion Laboratories which was a small little ampulized at the time it was a first aid, um, uh, uh, product. Um, and it was, um, based around a glass ampule. So if you've ever used an ammonia inhalant and you broke, you you break something, it was, it was along those lines. Only, only we delivered antiseptics, um, to the, to the skin. And, um, and, uh, it, it started off, we were leveraged buyout. We, 
kind of mortgage the house. And, Jeez. you know, at the time, eight kids, you know, uh, my dad took a huge risk because he had been an executive, you know, at Marion. And then to take this step back was, um, you know, was a big challenge. He, he had... Mm. He had left Marion a little bit earlier and had gone into the wholesale meat business because that was kind of our family business um, and, um, and had a failure there mm. and, and in mm. fact, went bankrupt. So mm. um, to, to, to be able to come back from that and then uh, go on to, to, to do what, what uh, he accomplished and we accomplished as a family was, was phenomenal. And but, what, what year roughly was so, all this? That was 1985, okay. Um, okay. and uh, and and so we we like to slay, say we were uh, we were a 15 year overnight success. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Uh, you know, we struggled for our, our first uh, 15 years. We were, um, you know, we had the antiseptic line. We had bought a, 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 a 15 years. Can I pause you? Yeah, like it's so in especially in this like Instagram, you know, culture where everything's instant and quick and spontaneous, right? It's like. Wait, time out. Like fifteen years of struggle. Yeah, that's a long ass time. Well, it is. You know, it fe- and I and I know for young entrepreneurs that feels like a long time. Mm. It it can go by really fast. But but most businesses you, you'll find that really mature and really do well. Um, you know, have that that kind. Now now you'll have you'll have your one off businesses sure. that, that explode that, and that go explode crazy. And, yeah. and and there there are those. Um, um, but but it, but it took us kind of that long mm-hmm. to find our way, and during that period of time, we really focused in on a on a novel skin antiseptic uh, called Chloroprep, mm-hmm. and uh, and brought that to market, and it was um, it was really the right thing to do because it we knew it was a product that was going to save lives. Mm-hmm. Um, it it prevented um, in, um, infections. Um, in, in in surgery and in vascular access and uh, mm. and, and in healthcare sometimes it's the interventions you do that prevent a you know a, a major you know complication or major mishap that really wind up saving the lives that y- you know never get yeah. realized right. but um, you know in the, in this day of of, uh, of COVID and all the mm. things we're going through. You know these these in uh, these um, little interventions. You know, and and, and it's like a, a pain to wear a mask, but though that <laughs> right. little intervention is having a big impact on yeah. people, and yeah. you'll never know who you've impacted. Mm. You you'll never know who didn't get it because mm. you were doing the right thing. And, yeah. And uh, and so and that and that was another you know of Ewing's philosophy was to really do the right thing. So in two thousand. We launched Chloroprep. Um, uh, the first year we did 10 million. The second year we did 20 million. Uh, the third year we did 40 million. Uh, the, and and the fifth year we did did uh, 80 million. And uh, and then wow. and, and and we sold it in in 2008. Uh, at the time, we were doing uh, 200 million in sales. Good night. Um, so it, it was nationwide. A, it, yeah, I'm assuming. nationwide. Yeah, yeah. yeah, worldwide, really. And mm. um, and it, it was a fast, fast-growing property, uh, a, a product. It's now a billion-dollar product. Uh, B, BD um, uh, Beckman Dickinson owns that product, and 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 uh, Good night. and it's the gold standard uh, for um, help, for for prepping in the OR and. Um, and for vascular access, so Amazing. it's something we can really be proud of. Yeah, absolutely. What was, um, what was uh, obviously the numbers? You know, you're 15 years in, and then all of a sudden the thing kind of catches fire. The 15 yeah. year overnight success. So it was said. it was a it was a 25 year process. Yeah. to go through. 
Um, the great part about it was I got to work with my dad the whole time, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. uh, and I had 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 uh, different siblings involved in different parts of the business. So um, it became a family affair, which was which was great. I mean, that there's nothing better than getting to spend that time. Um, you know, with, uh, with, you know, family. And then of course we had some great associates and, and, uh, mm-hmm. that helped us, you know, uh, be successful. Also, I think when we, um, sold the company, we had right around 800 employees. So, Good night. um, and, and there are, um, you know, all kinds of great stories of things that we were able to do to help people, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and help change their lives. What was the, what was the difference? And I know this is probably overly simplistic but that first 15 year kind of grinded out stretch versus that 10 year rocket ship yeah what was the difference in management and culture what was going on you know and a lot of entrepreneurs you know go through this where you have um you know a core business that you're you're involved in and you're learning and then you're building out your distribution and you're building out all these different systems and then um, it takes a while to find a real differentiator in, in, in the market, you know, mm. uh, something that's really going to put you above everybody else that has, um, that you have uh, proprietary um, uh, knowledge and then, mm. then, then intellectual property and patents um, along with that. And that's really what drives the value of, of your organization. So, it takes a while to kind of get in and look for those things mm. and find those. Now, some some people find them, you know, earlier than others, and then then other people, you know, uh, never find them. You know, mm. and they mm. and there's businesses that make a good living, but um, aren't really, um, uh, you know, aren't going to really have the, the huge change, um, you know, in in in, in the huge exit um, that um, um, other companies experience. Mm. Mm. Man, it's so good. I, I keep, as you're talking, I keep thinking about your, your dad and his his exit as a exec, starting a different business that didn't go well, um, and then jumping and then continuing like that tenacity or that. Um, I'd, I'd just be curious to know yeah. more about the failure. Like what? Yeah. what so, so I, you know, we, we look, you know, we, we reflect back on the failure and, and Cause, cause you're a kid at this right, time. I'm a kid. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, you're at the dinner I'm, table I'm and 12, dad's. 13, 14 and, and, uh, um, was, was a kid. And then, um, we kind of wound up in the restaurant business for a little while, uh, and, just and to keep go- just, figure it out. just to yeah. kind of, kind of figure it out. And then finally he did go back to, to, uh, Ewing and just say, you know, hey, I want to get back into industry, and um, and then Ewing, not really looking for a job, but then Ewing said, hey, I want to take you back. He says we have a marketing position, so he took a a, a big step backwards to to uh, from mm. a from a you know a, a assistant to the VP in sales to a, a marketing product manager, um, but then really learned how to how to market and develop um, mm. um, medical products. So it turned out to be a blessing in disguise for totally. him. The um, um, the meat business was uh, anybody who's in mm. you know food uh, wholesale business. It's a tight margin business, mm-hmm. and um, and those are hard bo- business to, businesses to operate in, mm-hmm. and um, and so you need a lot of volume to, to, to really make make those those work. And um, it it's hard to differentiate yourself when you're selling a commodity product. It's so capital heavy. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do some work with. Um, our good friends at National Beef, 
and and it is just I mean it is a operation yes. minded right and, and you have to be like you if have you to can't be. operate it yeah. tight there's it's no all, chance it's all about the operations yeah yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure that's crazy um it you know it, try to ask it this way when you went through that exit and that sell sale of the company and all of the emotions that I'm sure you experienced with that um you know you you read you read it's one thing like read it press release about, hey, so-and-so sold the company to so-and-so, and everybody's happy, right? right. Um, what did that look like? I mean, you had a 25-year identity, I'm right. sure, that all of a sudden yeah. is like, now what? <laughs> yeah, it, it is it is a big change. And and not only that, in, in, um, we, so we, we closed in May of 2008, and the world kind of fell apart. Oh. So all of a sudden... You know, um, right. now, now we were we were we were lucky in the fact that um, we uh, were able to kind of just sit on the sidelines mm. and and watch that all come apart. And then for the really for the next three years, we just mm. really participated in the in the equity markets. But we mm. but the, the one thing we did do was was start a family office, cool. and uh, and then we we've been able to um, you know build and and and, and uh, be a part of, of a, a lot of different companies. Um, that that and, and enjoyed their success and and not that we haven't had some failures in there. So I, I think anybody who has um, had an exit and then um, gone back out to invest will will mm. attest that there's some investments that were better than others, but um, uh, for the most part, uh, I think we we've, we've worked with some really good people and uh, had some really good good success. Um, uh, you know, I, we, we have kind of our family businesses that we're involved mm. in. And so um, we're, we're a big um, uh, part of the North Point o- organization. They do a great job and have had phenomenal success over the last uh, seven or eight years. Um, the commercial real estate yeah, group? Nathaniel okay. Hag- yeah, Nathaniel Hagedorn yeah. has done an incredible job running yeah. that organization. He's he's quite an entrepreneur in itself, mm. and he'd be worth, you know, having on a podcast because he's, yeah. he's, he's <laughs> fabulous. Really smart, um, uh, but then uh, I have another company that's an interior construction company called Built. Yeah. Um, and Built came about uh, really through um, uh, my so my uh, a high school friend of mine kind of mm. came to me and and we one of the things that you everybody kind of goes through is you have these you know lifelong friends that as you get busy and. Mm. You know, you have a lot of kids. I know you have five mm-hmm. kids. I have nine kids. You, you have just, nine. <laughs> I knew you had a big handful. I couldn't remember. I didn't know. It was you nine. just you get that's you get awesome. you get you busy with that, and that's where you should spend your yeah. time and your focus. Yeah. And so, you know, the, you yeah. you have those friends that you maybe go out and play golf with, you know, once a quarter, but then it kind of turns into once every six months, and you see them. You you know, you just yeah. don't spend any yeah. time with them, and so. Our thought was let's go into business together and let's let's form something that we can do together That's and awesome. now we can you know share this friendship and uh, we have another partner Russ Brandon who's who who's involved with us also and just a just a, uh, a tremendous opportunity and 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 I ma- I've made all these great relationships you know through that um, so uh, that's been very rewarding we're yeah. in our fifth year and and uh, and I think. Um, you know the construction industry is gradually really accepting, mm. you know, mm. our method of of building, which is, mm. you know, uh, using technology to really um, draw the space out and then, um, you know, build it in a factory and then go and and install it. And mm. uh, we can do it faster and and uh, more efficiently. And 
save time on schedule. So yeah, that's and, been a fun company to be involved uh, in. And we've, we've been fortunate. That's how you and I first got connected. Right. And um, we've been fortunate to, to work with that team and have, have had just a tremendous experience. And, and candidly, um, when I found out, you know, cause we work with, with Beth Ann and Andre in the right. group. Um, and Andre has been on the podcast, which was super fun yeah. to hear his story. Um, what a guy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and when he was like, yeah, you know, one of our partners is Mark Brandmeier. I was like, uh, he's going to be in the meeting. I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you do, you have a, you have, and, and you have a, a very, um, respected and, 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 uh, prestigious reputation as you should. Um, and, but then upon meeting you, it's like, Oh, Mark's a Casey guy who has yeah. a huge heart and a big right. smile and a yeah. big warm handshake. Um, and so, yeah, that, that team has been really fun to be a part of because they they are disrupting a pretty pretty traditional industry and having some cool success. Right. Um, yeah. So it's been fun telling their story for sure. Um, so as you, you know, kind of in this, this season of your life with nine kids, how are you also kind of evaluating what is the right place to spend your time? Right. I imagine that's your, your most yeah. precious resource it is. is time. Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, you know, kids are super important yeah. and, um, you know, a, you know, we academics are really important, but there's, but sports are important too, mm. you know, and mm. the, the, you know, mm. you think about how we all developed our leadership skills and mm. a lot of them came through youth athletics, um, in, in, in some, some fashion. And so, um, we're involved, I'm, I'm, I've been in, involved with that, um, I helped uh, start the the Mocan organization, which is a youth basketball group here oh, in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And um, and that's been um, that's you awesome. know we've had some a, a lot of success. I think we currently have, you know, eight players in the NBA um, that My, have have Michael come. Porter played for Michael Mocan, Porter, right? yeah, 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 and Trey Young, and, yep. and oh, that's uh, right, Trey did too. Alec yeah. Burke, and so we've we've had some uh, uh, Willie uh, Cauley Stein, and so we've yeah. had some incredible players. But but. Um, mm. e- you know, even at that, our focus was, you know, how do we p- take, um, you know, suburban youth and inner city youth mm. and put them on the same court together and, you know, mm. teach them, um, uh, you know, how, how to how to be together, build relationships mm. together, um, uh, learn, learn distance yeah. and, and learn the, the, the different lessons that mm. help make you be successful mm. um, or help you be successful as you as you move past athletics and into your your business career, mm-hmm. man, I had no idea. So that's, that's been, cool. So that's been a that's been fun. Um, and then then the latest challenge <laughs> ahead of us has been the, the Kansas City T Bones. So that's been uh, um, uh, I I tell my friends I couldn't have picked a worse time <laughs> to buy a minor league baseball team. This was. Um, but I kind of harken back to you know I you know I I grew up under the shadow of of Ewan Kaufman and he had mm-hmm. such a an affinity for baseball um, you know my dad played baseball and he he had you know a, a kind of a passion for it so this has been kind of a fun um, we didn't didn't expect to have a pandemic you know uh. our very first year um, but but we have some really exciting things uh, uh, that we're going to do out at the stadium and. and uh, we're looking f- we're looking forward to 2021 yeah uh, to really um, having having fun and get and, and really welcome a, a lot of a lot of fans who maybe have been there but haven't been there in the last couple of years certainly Wyandotte County is a, a a really important market to us and mm. and the unified government's been great to work mm. with um, uh, but 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 uh, you know as uh, uh, Quentin Lu- Lucas came out to the to the stadium and he said hey 
this is this is all about Kansas City. This mm. is about Kansas City baseball and how mm. do we develop that? And uh, awesome. so we're 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 excited to 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 bring a a product that that everybody can be really proud of uh, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's such a cool um, what you guys are, are 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 up to is super intriguing, um, and I know it's it has has come with tremendous challenge with you know a, a canceled season and COVID and all the rest. Um, how does how does a how does a guy get in front of an opportunity to buy a baseball team? Like, what a dumb kind of naive yeah. question, right? <laughs> but like, you see the press conference and you see the announcement, and Mark Brandmeier's new owner, local ownership of the T Bones. Like, there's got to be a story to how yeah how you get to that spot. You know, so 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 several people had come to me, and and and, and in full disclosure, I turned it down a couple times. Mm. Um, but I I would have hated for Kansas City to lose an asset like the T-Bones, um, you don't get another chance at that. Now, yep. You know, I think about when I was a kid, we lost, you know, we yep. had the Kansas City Kings playing here. And yep. it was so fun to have a NBA team, you know, here in Kansas City. And now it's been, you know, um, 40 years yep. and yeah. or longer, and we still don't have an NBA team. We don't have a hockey team. So when you lo- when a city loses something like that, it's a big deal. And yep. so I did not want, want to see that happen for, for Kansas City or Wyandotte County, and so, um, uh, and then I saw, I saw an opportunity to really take something that was a brand that um, you know needed some work, um, and 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 get in there and really make a cultural change and make a change. This is an opportunity um, to create a brand that can really carry a lot of lot of companies forward with us. So mm-hmm. we're we're really looking for. Um, uh, sponsors that want to get on on with us and 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 really develop mm-hmm. that, um, uh, really really have this uh, carry their brand, like, you know, much like the Royals and the Chiefs have have Absolutely. done. Yeah. Um, I mean, we and the, and Sporting, they've all done in, an incredible job. Um, but I think I think the uh, the T Bones can do that that also. And so, yeah, we're excited to uh, to to get out and uh, and 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 then the other thing is. What a great community gathering place! Oh, so for for your company outing, you know, we want the, everybody to have this be their summer outing at the T Bones. Mm-hmm. Go out there and you eat some good, you know, whether it be a barbecue or a hot dog, and you um, you know hang out with your totally. associates or bring your kids, and everybody has a good time and they feel good about themselves, and they can do it for an affordable price that 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 makes sense for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun to think. Um, you, you you said the the word so or the phrase, but the the community asset, like the the ownership, yes, like the practical ownership is you and your your group, um, but the the shared asset yes. is the communities and yeah. and that that mentality, um, I think is is I mean it plays well everywhere, but certainly in Kansas City where, um, I, I, I had the good fortune of working with the Chiefs, and that's a tremendous franchise, a tremendous fan base, a tremendous ownership group. Um, but the NFL comes with some baked in limitations right. and restrictions right. in terms of access. Yeah. Probably as it should. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, Major League Baseball, same story. Uh, Major League Soccer, same story. The, the way you guys are embracing this kind of open concept and this right. inclusiveness and even thinking through about, you know, how, how do you invite people into this community gathering place. Yeah. And how do you make it, how do you make it really about Kansas city? You know, how, you know, we want to make this a 365 um, year destination and whether that be, 
you know, uh, festivals on the weekends or we do, you know, car shows in the parking lot or we're, um, mm. you know, uh, we have a, you know, a, a pickleball where, where mm. guys come and it's yep. a place to, to, to play and exercise and, and, uh, but, but yet, um, 50 nights out of the year, a ball, baseball game springs up and it's a party. And, uh, and, and then, uh, and then all of the facility really points towards that. But in other times we can host uh, group events. We go, you know, I, I can imagine doing weddings out there. I mean, it's, Absolutely. it's going to be, it's going to be an event space, um, you know, on, on those days that we don't, don't play baseball. Um, this year, unfortunately it didn't turn out, but, but hopefully we'll, we'll get it done next year is uh, we were going to ha- host uh, Tyron Matthews um, uh, in in his uh, a celebrity kickball game, That's awesome. which would have been oh, a blast, and it would have been it would have been the first time all the Chiefs were together um, post Super Bowl, uh, post Super Bowl, right? You know, yeah, and right. how how fun to see you know a Patrick Mahomes kick a ball, and you know, hundred percent offense versus defense. That would have been just such a fun fun atmosphere, and then and uh, and uh, of course all going to to charity. Yeah. Um, all the proceeds would, would go go to charity, so we're we're, we're definitely going to have mm. a charitable um, aspect of the T Bones also. Mm. So um, a, a big portion of why I did this is is so that we can also give back. Um, but it's going to be an opportunity to to mm. also train uh, youth in in baseball skills and and then help um, our players, you know, reach their goal, which is really mm. to get to the to the to the MLB. So. Whether we're affiliated with the MLB or not, we we are developing players for the MLB. That's our whole sole purpose, and to help these guys take these next steps forward, um, much like we do with MoCan. Yeah. You know, the, the, our, our 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 the focus of of any youth sports is the teaching aspect of mm. of the sport. But then, if a kid can who wouldn't normally maybe go to college. Um, and this is his mm. motivation to go to college and 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 to get his degree. Then then you know we've done good work. And if mm. he makes it onto the NBA and then he wants to come back and give to Kansas City, then you know we've done good yeah, things, totally. right? I mean those those are the those are the, the little you know pebbles in the pond that get thrown mm. in, and you don't really know where those ripples are going to go. But um, uh, they have big big impact. And so one of you know Ewing's philosophies, and 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 I know my dad is is very um, philanthropic. But but how do we how do we give back to the to the city, and how do we give back to, um, you know, uh, all the blessings that we've had in our life? Mm. You know, how do we pay those forward? Oh man, that's so it's so authentic and and good. It's just like gosh, yes, please, um, more leaders like that, right? It's it's really cool. Um, how. And and I know you're literally in the middle of it, but how have you adapted or adjusted your leadership style based specific to the T bones? Because COVID has literally right. like paused that season. Um, how have you kept your team inspired? How have you like adjusted or adapted leadership? I'd just be curious to yeah. know like, how you've navigated some well, of this crazy you know, stuff. I mean, communication is a is a big part of it, and just you know, I think you have to be honest with people mm-hmm. and. Um, and as long as people kind of know where they're they're at, um, and then we also you know try to take care of each other, um, uh, you know through 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 the process. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that that we're doing is is really trying to attract um, uh, 
people to the organization who are are really going to you know help with with our mission, and that mm. is, um, you know, to, to help give create a space where people can go out and have mm. good family fun, have a great time, mm. you know, um, t- you know, forget about the world for yeah. for a couple hours and have a good time watching a baseball game. Mm. So, mm. Um, uh, you know that that's and and I've been so fortunate to have even through this process, different people walk into, into my life. Some of them I knew from my past, but some of them, mm. uh, you know, I've just met and they've been great contributors and they're smart guys and, mm. and, 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 and women and, um, you, you know, just different in, individuals mm. through this whole process. Um, and uh, I think as, you know, part of a leader is you kind of have to just trust and, you know, maybe call it faith that, the right people, you know, God's going to be bring the right people mm. through your door, mm. and um, and so that's what I've really seen mm. happen. Really, in in almost every business I've been involved in, that's awesome, man. Um, I, I was just thinking through like your number two of eight. You've got nine of your own. Um, does and maybe this is sounds silly to even kind of say it out loud, but like, has your mindset shifted? with the success, with the different ventures you've been involved in, have you also kind of started to take more of like the original, like your dad's role, right? Like in terms of your own kids, like yeah. how to bring them into stuff, how to think about longer term right. projects and legacy type stuff. I'd just right. be curious, sure. like how are you navigating that? Yeah. So, you know, I have one out of college. I have three in college right now. Jeez. I have two in high school and then, then um, uh, one in seventh grade and then, uh, twin, uh, 10 year olds. So <laughs> to round out, <laughs> to round it out. Um, and, and so, yeah, there, there's, there's definitely a process that, that they all go through and, and, um, you know, from a parenting standpoint, you know, mm. is you kind of have to take your kids from, you know, that you, you're, you know, I believe the first five years are the most important. So mm. really focus on that. Mm. Then, um, you know, gradually you're, bringing other people in their lives to help develop them, um, coaches, teachers, um, from, you know, uh, eight till, you know, 15 or 16. And mm-hmm. then at 16, you kind of have to say, okay, now you're, you're it's moving. Time, yep, yeah. Now it's time it. for yep. you to step up, you know, where are you going to go to college, you know, and, and, and really having your kids make those decisions yep. and then, um, and go through the, the work it takes to, apply to the schools that you want to go to and uh, fill out the paperwork. And then you kind of st- have to start taking over your own dental health yeah. and healthcare yeah. and your medical and your, totally. you know, because um, what we know is in two years, you're going to have to be doing that anyway. Uh, and you got to learn to self advocate advocate. And if your mom does it for you all the time, you know, I think the, the worst disservice you can do to a kid is, Parents do it the whole time, and then all of a sudden, you know, cold turkey and up. cold turkey. Yeah. You're like, okay, go figure this out, <laughs> yeah. and um, and so, you know, to cut from from that 16 to 18 to kind of kind of mm. wean them through that, and then, mm. you know, it, it it obviously continues on on through college, but then, you know, after in my house and 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 when I grew up, it was kind of this way too. Once you turn 18, you're kind of out there. Yep. You know, you kind of yep. better be making decisions for yourself and. Yep. Um, the nest was warm. The nest was warm, but now <laughs> it's time for you to, to go fly. To go. Yeah. 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 You don't want to make it too comfortable. Yeah. That's right. Warm. That's right. That's right. So that's awesome. Um, 
Man, I, I've I, I could ask a million questions because I'm I'm fascinated. Um, I am curious though, like how when, when you've got multiple competing priorities, all of which I'm sure the built team is a big priority. The T-Bones team is a big priority. The the uh, Brandmeier Enterprises is a big pull. You've got other things that we haven't even probably talked about. Um, how do you determine kind of the pace and the priority that you give certain things? It's got to be a yeah. challenge, I yeah. assume, to know well, what to give your attention it, to. It's kind of like a you know, a, a child, when you got a new business, you know, you got to really focus mm-hmm. on that, you mm-hmm. know, and then as that business grows, um, uh, you know, and the people that you have involved in it, they, they get, you know, take over more and more um, uh, ownership and, mm. and responsibility, mm. you know, pretty soon, you know, your role becomes something different than mm. the, the day-to-day operations guy, and you're you you move into a little bit more of a strategic role, um, and and um, and maybe strategic relationships mm-hmm. um, that that you focus on. And so, kind of with with built, you know, I've done that. Now with the T bones, now I'm a little bit more more hands on. But I really have um, really strong have brought in some really strong leaders um, who are now. Um, it's really their ideas that are going to make this thing go, mm. not, not mm. me. And, mm. and I think that's the, the one thing that you realize as a, as a business owner in a, or, or in any, any leadership role, whether it be not-for-profit or, or for, um, you, know, you know, any other type of role that you're involved in, it's really the other people's work that really makes it, you know, totally. and, and makes, you know, makes the company look good. I'm just happen to be, you know, one guy who's, you know, the biggest cheerleader for everybody. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, you'd, I'd be, and I, and I think my dad would say the same and Ewan would say the same thing. It it was all the associates that did all the, Mm. the real work. Mm -hmm. He, he just was kind of at the front of the parade, you know, during that time. Yeah, that's well said. And it's, it's almost like your, um, biggest contribution could potentially be the gathering of the team, the, the, the organ, the strategic and, and structural building of the group that can then go carry out the mission. It's putting the right people on the bus, you know, and making sure everybody's in the right seats. That, that is, uh, Jim Maxwell stuff, right? Or no, it was, uh, it was good to great. Yeah. Um, blanking on his name. Yeah. Hello. Um, but actually, I was one of Ewing's too. Oh, and, oh, yeah. really? Okay. And, and I'll say the other thing that that uh, one one of one of our our philosophies and Ewing's philosophy is you really have to reward the people that help build the organization. Mm-hmm. So that and it's got to be meaningful. So that may be um, a, a stock option program or a profit, something that they feel like mm-hmm. they're building something for themselves within the organization. And Smart. Uh, and that's something that that we've put in place in, in really all of our, our organizations that, um, and then, then, you know, Ewing's other philosophy was that if, if this isn't the right fit for you, then, um, you know, you, you might need some help finding your next opportunity. Yep. So, um, because not every job's, you know, right for everybody. And I don't think people should feel bad if they, um, you know, uh, decide that, you know, right this, this could be right yeah. at, at one point in your life, but maybe not not mm. at another point in your life. Mm. 
Mm. So, um, and then, then helping people transition gracefully. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's so good. Um, we'll, we'll round the, the, the final base here to use a baseball analogy, um, here in a moment, but before we do that, directionally, I think you're, you're maybe one of the, the most inspiring kind of vision casters. I'm curious what the, you know, as you kind of survey the future, whether that's economic or social or community or specific to the T-Bones or one of your other businesses, um, what does the next five or 10 years look like right. in your mind in terms of how we move forward as Kansas Cityans, as humans, like as business owners, like right. what are some of the kind of macro um, uh, components that are in your brain kind of vision wise right. like that, that you think um, we will experience or should maybe experience? Yeah. I mean, if you look at what's, what's happened in the last five years, um, obviously we're communicating with each other on a level that, you know, Ugh. it's just never been able to happen before yeah. um, from, you know, social media to um, just how messaging gets pushed out. Mm. Um, you know, we're, you know, for, for, for good or bad, you know, we carry our phone and communicator in our pocket all, all the time. time. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so we're getting messaging all the time. So I think it's, one, it's important that we, um, um, you know, have good, good message messaging out there. But, mm-hmm. but I think, I think that that constant communication is something that's going to continue o- over the next, um, you know, next five years, mm-hmm. um, you know, areas that, that, um, haven't really been, you know, um, accessed that, that I think are going to move forward. I think you're going to see, you know, a lot of com- communication during, you know, via home automation. Um, mm. So things that make your life um, easier to order products and mm. fulfill your, your different needs, I, you know, that's going to continue. It's going to continue in, in the office environment also. Yep. Um, people are going to want to, um, you know, everybody's going to have a, uh, some type of uh, Alexa or or, or, or yep. whatever product, you know, winds up being the product, you know, on their desk where they, you know, simplify, you know, tasks yep. that, that, you know, normally you have to do. Um, whether it's uh, a delivery from Costco or, or lunch, you know, uh, that day. Um, so that, that that's just going to continue and that, that's going to be a, an, an opportunity for for entrepreneurs, you know, moving forward. I think, and one of the things we like about the T-Bones is I think people want to be part of something they can feel good about. Um, they want they want to be part of a family. They want to be associated, um, especially with everybody working from home now. Um, you know, how do we create um, situations where people can can um, interact um, and and be part of a part of a group and feel like they're they're part of a family, and uh, that's really what we want to develop. Um, you know, with the T Bones is is that that type of, of vehicle for people to feel inclusive. Mm. Um, same things happen in, in in a church, but maybe a church isn't for everybody. Um, but 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 a church is for for and 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 I think T Bones could be a great uh, venue for Absolutely. for church groups to get together and 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 uh, and and really. Um, spend time with each other that's that's meaningful um and and then then have those important conversations that 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 help uh, shape our lives totally man well said and it's um uh, among lots of other things but one thing that's been so evident in this 
you know, weird year we've called 2020, um, is that we crave connection. Like we right. crave meaningful, authentic community um, and connection that, that to your point, we think we can kind of get through social media, but it actually doesn't no. mostly deliver. Right. Um, and so for you, for you to bring that kind of insight. Well, and I think, I think, you know, the, right, right now there's, there's a lot of businesses that are still off scene remotely. I think that's only going to work for so long. I think eventually there's so much organic um, knowledge that happens by having the group together totally, and being able to, you know, Totally. Have a cup of coffee in the morning and just shoot the shit. And yes. Just talk about yes. life and um, you know and and share your burdens. That um, uh, so many good ideas come yeah. from come from that. You know, yeah. uh, in, in in all industries. Yeah. So. Well, just this morning, Tyler on our team lives in Prairie Village. It's a good haul to get up to Liberty, and um, as you know, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming again, by the way. Um, but he, he, we were on a client call this morning, and and uh, he just he said, "Man, like a couple of days a week, I just need this face to face, project minded. Like we need to sit in a room and like figure stuff out, mm-hmm. and that that can kind of be done over Slack or email or text yeah. or all these other tools. But the the human encounter and the human experience is you so can't replace it. Can't replace it. No. You can't. We've tried, yeah. and you can't, and yeah. you can't. Um, man, Mark, I'm so grateful. Um, we end every show the same." with the same five questions. Okay. So just uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a funny baseball analogy. Um, <laughs> high and tight, 97, yeah. up, you know, right in the middle of the zone. Um, but just first thing that comes to your mind. Um, okay. So what's the last book that you either read or listened to? So, you know what, we, ha- we had this conversation. Um, uh, I, I did I did read a book that called The Scarlet Letter, uh, mm. which was, uh, it, it's, 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 um, and it kind of just came across my Kindle, but it was about um, uh, Nazi Germany, World War II. Yeah. War II. Um, you know, w- one of the most influential books that, uh, um, and I think everybody, every young person should read is, um, and we, we were talking about it last night, is Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Mm. Um, mm. So from a motivational book standpoint, that's my mm. favorite. I've probably listened or read it, mm. you know, uh, you know, over 50 times. Be, it's you a know. pretty short read. It's a short yeah. read, you know, and I think I first read it when I was 18 and it, but it's such a great foundation. And even though it's, I don't know, 50, 60 years old, it, you know, the principles in it are still so true. Mm. And it's, it's awesome. a lot about, you know, how you treat people. Yep. Yep. And mindset and the whole thing. And mindset. Yeah, it's right. so good. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you have this, but what, what would you do right now if you weren't afraid? If I wasn't afraid, um, you know, one, I think fear is a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, because it keeps you from doing things that are, yep. are not smart, you yep. know. So um, if I wasn't afraid, um, man, I don't know. You'd buy the T-bones. I'm, yeah, buy the, t- <laughs> I buy the T-bones. You did that. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Already did that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. awesome. Um, what's your favorite T-shirt? Um, brand or same? Either. Um, or, or like what's your go, like your Saturday go-to? Yeah, Saturday go-to. I, I'd say um, I, I kind of like Lululemon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, they make a really nice T-shirt. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I am observing and admiring your Patagonia. Uh, yeah, vest. That, right. that is a brand. That, That's a brand. That nice. Yep. I certainly yep. admire for sure. 
Um, what's your favorite place on earth? With my family. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I have a beautiful wife who's way too good for me and way over my, way over my head. Um, and so I'm, I'm l- lucky. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We, I, I think a lot of guys could probably uh-huh. say that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, but that's my favorite spot. That's awesome, man. Well said. All right. Last one. Um, when it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? Uh, you know, I want to be remembered as a guy who was, um, a great dad, you know, who, um, uh, my father, my, my, my children, um, say, um, he had a big heart and he had a big influence in my life. Um, I, I'd love to be, um, uh, and I strive continually to be a great husband, um, although I fall short sometimes. Yeah, me too. Uh, lots of times. <laughs> um, lots of times. And, uh, but luckily, I have a wife that will remind me when I do what I do. Um, and, uh, um, uh, but, but somebody who, who really cared about his community and, and, um, and, and, and all, all his friends and the, the, the people that live here in Kansas City. That's well said, so, man. Uh, if people wanted to kind of follow along or, or hear more, or read more about you, where, where would you recommend they? You know, I, I'm, I am on Facebook and Instagram. I'm not on Twitter. Um, You've got I, a LinkedIn. I, I got a yep. LinkedIn. Yep. I don't post very often, yep. but when I do, I think it's important. Yep. Probably I post on LinkedIn more than anything else. Um, and then uh, and then with uh, Built, you know, we have a, 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 a Facebook and, and LinkedIn yep. that where we post, and then also um, the T Bones. Yeah. And so I read all the comments, and mm. you know, try to get back to as many as I can. And um, so, I and uh, you know, my one, I'm I'm really looking forward to the the T Bones in 2020, and just yeah. just ask everybody's support in uh, you know for next year. We're excited to get you guys back, man. It's um. Yeah, it's been a been a, a very weird year for yes. sure. <laughs> Mark, thank you. I, I, I'm grateful on behalf of um, the folks who live in this city and, and those that don't. Um, your leadership is appreciated. Your care for our community is appreciated. And, um, and certainly grateful that you do have that big heart and that big warm handshake. And um, it's, it's not only evident, it's authentic and it's real and it's meaningful. And so uh, I appreciate you making the effort well, to be thank with you. us today. I really enjoyed being with you. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. As always, thank you for listening. Your attention is super valuable, so thank you for giving it to us. If you're a fan of the show, please go rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. I would really appreciate it. Until next time, when we get to share another great conversation with you, Have a great week and let your life tell a meaningful story.